We're going, we're going, we're going straight into recording as, hey, it's 2023. You survived or you didn't. I don't know, but we were talking about that, and Mike does not remember all those who survived or didn't. Um, that's no, okay. Mike doesn't remember right a lot of people's names. For movies, that is. In real life, Mike is pretty good at remembering people's mm. names. If he likes you. Mm. Mm, if you pay him <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> well we're back with lamar and we're in a new year Howdy. Uh, mm-hmm. hey denver 2023 and hey welcome to denver colorado no i'm serious welcome to denver colorado with night vision 1987 by director michael kruger and Lamar and I worked with a guy named Michael Kruger once. I looked it up. It is not him. This Michael Kruger unfortunately passed in 1990. Uh, this is a Denver director who we watched uh, a series of movies before and is best known as Night- from Night Vision and Mind Killer. Um, this was my favorite of the two. Uh, all three of us have watched both of the films. This is one of the movies I want to come back to. This is the first time that Lamar and Mike have watched this film. We're hoping to have Rami with us tonight, but he unfortunately was unable to join us. But Rami has watched Night Vision with us as well. Um, and so, yeah, uh, Mike is not going to like this film. I'm going to give this movie more praise than Mike likes, and I don't know where Lamar is going to fall in the spectrum of things, but... Yes, welcome to Night Vision, and before you two start talking, I usually forget, I am Paul, next to me is Mike, again, we are with Lamar, and the premise of Night Vision is, damn it, I just clicked on it to expand it, (laughs) a stolen VCR enables whoever watches it to predict the future, but it also shows satanic rites and devil worship, and maybe, I mean, shows something, shows a lot of green flashes, but Michael Kruger directed Yes, it's mm-hmm. like, gentlemen, there you go. <laughs> um, how did you find this movie? Is this, did you just type in Denver movies? I know um, no. you guys were looking for Denver movies. No. no. <laughs> and this was. Rami and I were watching a movie together uh, about a year ago, and this movie came up, and we just started watching it. And I think, because uh, now rewatching it, there are clear opening sequences of Denver. Uh, before, I think I wasn't paying attention, then just kind of looking up here and there. And I was like, well, this looks like, I remember literally talking to Rami, I was like, this kind of looks like Denver. And again, watching it the second time, I'm like, there are clear landmarks. I would have been like, oh my God, it's Denver. But throughout the opening five to 10 minutes, we're both like, yeah, it kind of looks like Denver. And eventually one of us just was like, I looked it up. It's Denver. <laughs> Holy crap. It's Denver, Colorado. And this guy's directed other movies in Denver. I don't know what's going on. Is he from Denver? So yes. Well, he was. I mean, again, he, he passed in 90. Oh, sad. Yeah. Rabbit Troop Sucks listeners, I would love to know anything about Michael Kruger about this. So the director's name is Michael Kruger. Again, he directed and wrote Mind Killer, which is the other big film, and Night Vision, both from 1987. He is also the writer of Lone Wolf from 1988 and Amityville... I don't know what I can't read my handwriting like workshop <laughs> curiosities a curse Amityville curse sorry and that was from 1990 but it, yeah I mean uh, we've often talked about uh, things that happened in Denver and movies that we could watch um, I know nothing about this director and I tried to look up something just really quickly and there doesn't seem to be a lot posted if you know anything about this if you were in this movie if you know someone who was in this movie if you are still living here let us know anytime and reach out to us uh in our many ways that you can seems like he uh 
pulled off those four movies in maybe a three or four year period of time. Yeah. Does that sound right before he died? He even had one that he directed in 1990, the year that he died. No, no, no. So this one he directed and wrote. Mind Killer he directed and wrote. And then the other two he just wrote. And that was oh, he Lone just wrote. Wolf okay. and Amityville Curse. Oh, okay. So just uh, Mind Killer and this one is the only ones mm-hmm. he directed. All right. It seems like some of the actors were only in his films as well. I saw that. So Jill, uh, was that Shirley Ross? Uh, does anyone here know Shirley Ross? Uh, Denver, Colorado, uh, was only in these two films. That's the credit on IMDb. And that's why I saw Mike. Yeah. yeah. So like, and an anything. episode of Joe Bob's drive-in. But I, I'm assuming that like, was like an. It an, was because she was in one of the movies. Correct. Yeah, that's my assumption. I mean, I would love. Oh, seriously, I would love to know anything about this director. One of the reasons we started this podcast, obscure, uh, often forgot about or not discussed films. Um, like or dislike this? Who is this director? I. I mean, I just. I legitimately want to know more about who this guy is. How do they get the rights to do this? Everyone seems super cool about it. Were most of these people from Denver? I, I mean, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I have I'm no idea. Curious as well. And and Mike, that's going to be one of my biggest selling points. Um, even if the, Mike doesn't like the film, it's this guy in Denver was making films, and I just kind of want to know more about it. So, yes, is this film awesome? No, unfortunately, it's not. Spoiler. But there's a lot of things that like make me like watching the film. Clearly, Denver scenes, us questioning where these places are. I wrote some questionable locations. Like, is this even real? Clearly not anymore. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So it was kind of a fun like hide and seek game. My, my daughter has these books where you have to like find it. That, that was me during this movie. I'm like, screw the story of the book or this movie. Like, find the rabbit and the carrots. And this was like... Do I know that bar? Have we been to that bar? I even said at one point, I was like, is this my old house? Do I live here? That's true. I think with uh, um, living in a city where a movie is shot, you kind of tend to look for scenes like that, especially in smaller cities. Like, well, I don't want to say Denver was a... Back then, it was a smaller city. Well, we not according to this movie. Big city. People are yeah, being shot and robbed and beaten all day long. I think people in like LA and New York, they're like, yeah, whatever. Movies are shot here every day. Denver is just, we don't get movies shot here a lot. So we see like 17th Street. I clearly saw a shot of some hotels and kind of marked out for some of that stuff. I wonder why things are not shot here more. I mean, I know the 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 fair of the day is everything is filmed in Atlanta, and I think it's what I read is it's dirt cheap. I also read the backlash is everyone in Atlanta hates everyone and every actor and everything that's happening. <laughs> wow! Because I, I remember reading things like in Walking Dead, you like you couldn't mow your grass for a week and you had to do stuff because it had to be aesthetically like on par with like the the fallout of the world. But I don't know, like Denver is. I imagine, like, depending on how you filmed it, Denver downtown would be looking like a major city. Like, you couldn't really tell it apart now. Um, I know this movie's dated. It's 87. But now, I mean, that would be... You could probably do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the logistics of it. What know. was the weird Liam Neeson movie that we'll eventually do? Was it a Cold Pursuit? Cold Pursuit? Oh, yes. Yeah, that fake Denver backdrop. Like... Here's Liam Neeson. Like, if Liam Neeson just came to town and talked to the governor, I bet you could just, like, film for free. Like, Liam Neeson talked to the governor, and, like, they filmed for a day at the end. Like, 
I don't know. I don't know the logistics of like getting like permits and stuff. It seems like you could probably schmooze your way to the top, especially if you have some people involved. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe that's the issue with filming in Denver. Well, that, that's how Michael Kruger got shut down. Yeah. But maybe that's why he filmed exclusively in alleys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of this movie is uh, alley shot, so can't really find like a street that we can identify. In fact, I actually can maybe identify some of the alleys that these uh, scenes were shot in. They are definitely downtown alleys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, alleys. yeah. Uh, they're kind of opened up a little more. So they, what? they look like streets, mm -hmm. but they're cleaned up a little. And one of the main locations is a video store. So it's like Denver Video One. Imagine Video One was operating yeah. out of an alley. Or what was the video store by King Supers on Corona? There's like a, 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 I think a Starbucks is still there or um, a Dazbog. I can't um, recall. But there was like that independent what, video. It was like one yeah. of the last independent video stores, that in Video One. But I, 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 when they were going out of business, I bought a copy of the uh, 2012, the oh, John wow. Cusack movie. <laughs> we should totally do that. We should do that. You know, I, I said the theme last time around was um, like, like the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Uh, REM shout out. But um, that is the end of the world, and we that was our New Year's Eve. We should do 2012, reminisce yeah. about video stores, and talk about uh, taking every transportation unit ever to escape the inevitable end of the earth. My problem with doing 2012, aside from the fact that it sucks, is that it's three hours long. That yeah, is true. Really long. I would love to do a disaster movie. With I would love guys, to clown on that movie for sure, but like <laughs> that one, I don't want to watch it again. Like if we could just talk about it, and I don't have to view to view well, it. Well, what's fine. the what's the uh, Oh my God! I can't think. Of, what's the What's the Frozen one? The day after tomorrow. Yeah, the day after tomorrow. I, I can't. That's That's the worst for me. Outside of the wolves, like, <laughs> like falling down steps and me laughing at wolves, which I would never in real life, um, which is, that would just be terrible. Um, that That's the worst for me. That movie. That movie is almost done. We recently watched it. I almost recently bought it. I think it was on sale on iTunes. I was like, I should do it because I'm going to do it again. Maybe I did buy it, really? but it's unwatchable, and I'll still watch it. You did actually. <sighs> I would. It to me. I would watch that movie every day for a week if I never had to watch 2012 again. Mm. Wow, yeah, you're putting it up there, huh? I, I think 20 like 2012 a, is just that bad. The day after you. tomorrow sucks, but yeah. it's like I, it's not unwatchable for me. 2012 is a worse movie in my opinion, and it's five times as long. I agree with Mike that the length is really off putting. I'm trying to I'm trying to almost do like movie terrible math in my head. So yeah. I feel here's the 2012 selling point. The first 40 minutes aren't too terrible, but the rest of the movie is just atrocious. And I totally agree with Mike. It's super long. Where the day after tomorrow is like a slow burn of nothing and just not really good. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, would I take 40 minutes of like something okay that's much longer or just a okay movie? I'm like, I don't know. It's a, no, know. it's a tough choice. I just hate, <laughs> I hate long movies. Yeah. I mean, if it's not good, too. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't hate long movies. Rico, my dad, who is on this, uh, is the uh, master of long movies. And I do agree with him on many occasions. But, like, if you're locked into a long one, so, like, Man of Steel, which uh, Mike has heard me bitch about all of my life, I watched Man of Steel, and halfway through, I paused it thinking... There's 25 minutes of this movie left. I'm just going to run to the restroom. False. There was an hour and 40 <laughs> minutes left of the movie. I almost started crying. I got half drunk just to watch the movie. I just kept drinking. 
because uh, it kept going, and I didn't know what to do. Uh, the movie's unwatchable. Don't watch that film. I'm, we're never going to cover that, or almost probably any DC thing. <laughs> there you go. Unless it gets really obscure and bad. And yeah. Then maybe. Mm-hmm. I would maybe do like an obscure cartoon, but I don't think Mike would like. No, that he idea. wouldn't. <laughs> right off the bat, and you're boom. just seeing so it. shutting it down. <laughs> if we could, like, if we could do the old, like, made-for-TV Fantastic Four. Oh, I have that. We could do that. Okay, so that's would... Marvel. Yes, we could. Totally oh, is do that, that Marvel? Yeah. Okay, I would do that. Yeah, I would totally do that. I've never seen that in full. Lamar and I watched, I think, the first 15 minutes of oh. it on a file I have. Oh, that one. Okay. Um, yeah, we're like the the thing looks like he's made out of like styrofoam oh, and yeah. like Spirit Halloween. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen that, and I would. Yeah, that I would, I would that I think could be a lot of fun. Oh. I can't name it. It's like legitimately, like an obscure thing would have to come down to like a DC cartoon. Um, which again, I'm not. It's fine. Mike's not going to want to watch it. Lamar and I love some of the DC cartoons. I've bonded with Lamar for years. I love some of the Batman cartoons. Uh, the Constantine cartoons we've seen like one or two. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, they, they would just be more obscure, so it'd be probably we like it obscure. Mike wouldn't want to watch it uh, for various reasons. That's fine. Live action, I couldn't even. There's like out. I mean, I guess we overall like some of the Christopher Nolan ones. I just wouldn't call it an obscure film, and no. I couldn't think of an obscure Batman film. I guess yeah. one day, maybe down the road, if like we revisited like the Batman movie with. Um, Adam West. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen that since I was like seven. Yeah, I know. So, uh, maybe like something like that, but like, like legitimately there's nothing in the DC universe. That's for me that mm-hmm. I would do on an obscure podcast. Mm-hmm. But Hey, we're in this movie. Boom. Yeah. It starts, oh, boom. On, yeah. starts off. Night start, vision. Starts off in Denver, Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Home, home of the Rockies, but not yet. 1987. That's true. Apparently home of the Red Sox, because that's the sports team that someone's watching later. Yeah, so we basically get our lead character, uh, Andy, you know, trying to check into a hotel, um, asking for the landlord. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> the fucking and, landlord. Yeah, so where's the landlord? Yeah, so this, like, basically, basically this, you know, Kansas yokel f- flies into town. I'm not I'm not trying to be, like, weird and, and being a jerk saying that. Like, he references himself as this person time and time again. And so do other people, like back in Kansas and Mike brings up a really good point that you guys did not hear. But while we're watching it, Mike's like, was it ever established that this is in Denver? I don't think so. No, no one ever says it's Denver. Yeah, Yeah. that's weird. It's a really weird move that both these movies, this director did, uh, who directed and again, wrote four things, but directed these two, uh, take place in Denver, but it's never really mentioned. I wonder if there was some gray area of filming and why things aren't really noted and really described. And maybe it was just like asking for forgiveness rather than permission. Like I put together this movie. They're like, Whoa, what? Like, but it was like 87 technology. So it was like, you had a, you had a camcorder and we're doing stuff. Well, well, we didn't see it. Yeah. I I also got to figure maybe they, maybe they didn't want you to know it was Denver. Like, it's the big city. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they're they're pitching this as like, oh, you're never going to make it in the big city. It's so gritty and dangerous. I'm like, this is 1980s Denver. Like, <laughs> it's true. probably more dangerous now. Then I thought, is this an allegory to call the wild? Is this like, <laughs> like he's coming in here instead of panning for gold, he's writing stories. Right, maybe. Well, there's also like, typically when you have Denver in a movie, 
there's some reference to the mountains. There yeah. are there are no tracking shots that give you like a geographical idea of where you yeah. are. You see the city skyline, but you only ever see it from the west looking east. You they never show it That's looking west with true. the mountains behind it. My favorite are the night shots because it looks like it's somewhere close to maybe sometimes the 16th Street Mall or you know like. I don't know, probably like five points or near like 20th and Lawrence, kind of like those areas. And everyone is always like looking down and walking fast. And that's kind of, <laughs> and like yeah. Denver is super nice. Um, but that is kind of the gist like, hey, yeah. I, I don't want to talk to people late at night. Like at most is someone be like, can I ask these directions legitimately? And you're like, yes. Now part ways. <laughs> well, they showed Union Station a couple of times. Yeah, they so I, just, I kind of assumed it would be around there. And it was so bare bones when they were showing it. I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. We talked about ladybugs. Uh, ladybugs is like 92 or 3. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It even seems like more is there when they do aerial shots in that film. I mean, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what is that, five years later? I'm going to look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, five and, years later in a bigger production. Right. But I mean, in Ladybugs, Denver looks like a pleasant place. Yeah. And in this movie, they made it look like a an uninhabitable hellscape. Uh, they also. Went out of their way. Yeah. 92. Like, it was 92. Oh, so five yeah, years. Yeah. Good point. Um, they really made it look trashy. Right. Like put, it's always wet. They, put, they <laughs> it's artificially always, just put Colorado, trash in Colorado, it's always wet. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't rain here. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't worry like about it. Where fake, does it come from? <laughs> it's like fake trash in the streets and all yeah. that. It's just, they really made it look like a quote unquote big city. But some of the interior, like, uh, I don't know, apartment shots. I feel, I feel confident those were the apartments in some of the Capitol Hill apartment complexes from probably 1967 to 2015. And someone's like, Hey, you need to put in a new rug. And someone's like, fine this time <laughs> but you're not getting you're not getting heat this year <laughs> you wrap yourself up in that rug i've lived in some of those apartments i know i know this i'm saying oh, that sad. yeah um my my notes on this movie are very sparse so you guys are gonna have to lead this a lot more than usual well okay so andy's checking into he finally gets directions basically that the hotel people are pretty nice they're like you know no we're booked up and you need to go somewhere else you basically need to go to a long-term motel and you could check in and he goes to one based on their recommendation they're like hey you could stay here this woman's like you could stay here week to week and i want the deposit up front etc and then, you know, he's calling his mom and he's checking in. And you see this kind of as a progression throughout the movie. He's checking in with his mom. Then he's kind of checking in with her less. He starts as this, like, very good boy. He's now becoming... <laughs> he's a very good boy. Not a very good boy. <laughs> he's such a bad boy. <laughs> oh, one, one, one thing worth noting. Sorry to backtrack, but I just really like this. When he's trying to check into the first hotel with all those fucking buffalo dicks walking around... Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's when he's talking to the landlord. You should probably explain those buffalo people. Oh, they were. It was like a uh, a cult. No, what do you what do you call it when like dudes get together? Like one of those um like lodge. a like a lodge, yeah. like the water buffaloes well, from yeah, the honeymooners exactly. or whatever. Um, and they're they're just being loud and weird. But he's he's talking to the landlord and uh, he's like, yeah, it's it's two hundred twenty bucks. He's like, that's oh, more than I thought. He's like, yeah, fucking whatever. Do you want the room? He's like, yes. He's like, oh, money though. You have to give me a credit card. And he opens his wallet and starts reading numbers from his library card. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, okay, that's enough numbers. Yeah, we'll see you to your room now. And then they, <laughs> they just like throw him out into the street. <laughs> yep. And as soon as they throw him out into the street, 
children steal his clothing. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about the ch- yeah, t- two like, little vagabonds, two little street <laughs> urchins. <laughs> yeah, steal his shit. Also, I wrote a side note. I think this is like before he checks in. There's a lot of like Denver scenes, and it's cool. Like honestly, like, I mean, any city you live in, isn't it cool to see like scenes of the past? So you're seeing Denver, and there's like some construction happening, and I note. Um, uh, shenanigans happen, shenanigans ensue, jackhammers that's still probably happening on 15th and <laughs> anywhere. So, yeah, uh, and like, especially when you wind up like 15th, um, uh, off Colfax. Uh, side mm-hmm. note if you're listening, Colfax, unless this has changed, Colfax turns into 15, 15th Avenue. And trivia for listeners is Colfax or 15th Avenue is the longest street in America, unless that has changed the last few years. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't believe it has. It's yeah. True. Let's Boom. Say, I think it's the longest avenue. I don't think it's the longest street. Mm, but longest avenue? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know how semantics. that works. The yeah, long, longest something. It, yeah, I think it still stands. Well, my long friend. <laughs> uh, I'll still be your long friend. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, I just wrote kids steal back. Yeah, and he's... Throwing out of his, I like how the kids are just hanging out there waiting. To yeah, yeah, they just—that's <laughs> what they do all day. I, yeah. I also, and I think this came out around a similar time. Uh, not that anyone's stealing from one another. Uh, I got really big vibes, uh, like the movie Big. Tom Hanks oh. when he checks into that first hotel room and he's like hearing gunshots and he's like no crying shit. in the corner, <laughs> like oh. But this 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 motel room that he stays in is kind of nice. It's a clear studio apartment. Yeah. It is a full kitchen. Uh, the yeah. only thing ish. It's like a kitchenette. Um, the it, bummer of it all is, and I did not know this until later in the film. It does not have its own bathroom. It's uh-huh. like a hostel, and you're sharing that. Um, but, There's yeah. sometimes lines for that bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, he yeah like the first apartment that I lived in here like this is not that far adjacent to what that would have, what that was. Did you have a shared bathroom in your first? I, I did have my own bathroom, thankfully. Oh, okay. Um, but like the, the footprint of my apartment was about what that oh, was. Man. It's funny. Cause I know, and I, again, I did not know he did not have a bathroom at that time. I was like, well, if this is cap Hill, what would this go for now? Like close to $2,000 thinking that he had his own bathroom oh, yeah. in that place. I'm like, Oh my God. Even without, I mean, <laughs> probably yeah, now probably. And it's, he's paying 60 bucks a week. That's a deal. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. Oh, I mean, I would pay sixty dollars yeah. a month to live there now if I oh, could. Yeah. That that'd be oh, great. Hell yes. Um, but he's in his sixty dollar, uh, sorry, sixty dollar a week apartment, and he he's opening his suitcase that uh, <laughs> that the kid stole from, and inside he has, if I'm right, a clementine orange. I also wrote an orange. I was like, he has underwear from mom right. and an orange. Who the yeah. hell is packing an orange? <laughs> and goobers. And goobers, yeah. And, uh, and um, short stories. And his short right, stories. So stop by the movie theater. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> pack, right. pack some bus snacks. And an orange stand and picked up some uh, <laughs> produce. What the hell's going on in this? And the yeah. look on his face when he pulled out the Fruit of the Loom underwear that his mom packed mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, and he didn't know. It was a nice surprise yeah. for mom. He's like, oh, mom, you're looking oh, out. Yeah, Here's the three pack of tidy whities I don't have any shirts because these fucking vagabonds stole it, but, you know, they got <laughs> they know. the underwear. They know. They know. But, but he's also wearing, like, really nice pajamas while this is happening, so maybe he had a secret. That's her. Secret bag. Um, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Um, I believe he goes to the video. He goes to the video yeah. store. That's right. Yeah. So, and, and so, one, and this is probably going to be the picture we post. We've talked about how we take screenshots. 
but it's the kid looking at the pornographic yeah. tapes. That's probably going to be it. Um, this kid's looking at this stuff, but I do want to know, and you guys could describe this, um, that at w- w- one point we learned this woman is named Jill. I don't think her name is brought up, honestly, for 40 minutes. But um, it finds out that we find out that Andy is a writer, and we'll get there. But uh, yeah. she's like, oh, what are you writing? And he's like, well, I don't know what I'm writing, but I think I'll find it in this city. Yeah, Jill is the woman who works at the video store. Um yeah, and he he's making all these illusions. Like he so his first interaction with her, he walks in, he's looking at some horror movies. There's a kid looking at some some pornos. Um, do you have any of the names of these? I, I don't. Okay, I, I didn't either, but some, some of them were fun. Um, I, I wonder if they're real. I mean, all the movies in the background are real, but they're, yeah. but it's kind of interesting. I was noting, um, I, I want to say Lamar pointed out like some bigger name, but there was one, but there was like a bunch of horror movies that were more like. I don't know, like the indie 80s horror movie. So it wasn't like Hellraiser, but it was like Basket Case. And I, I was did. like, whoa, okay. I did That's see weird, some weird Friday news. the 13th oh, uh, really? on okay. there. Yeah. Which what, was, what was that weird poster that I saw? <laughs> two by four? Uh, two by four, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? No, no one knows. <laughs> was that supposed to be in that, the Home Depot movie? It, it, it wasn't no, a hot so. rental. <laughs> we should do it. Hashtag Home Depot movie. Okay. I, it stars Will Ferrell. And it's a holiday movie, and I am just piecing it together, but I'm copywriting all of this. Okay. Home Depot, the movie, Will Ferrell, 2024. I bet it's probably been done. God, no. We just no. don't know about it. <laughs> we just don't no. know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, Classic. <laughs> so the, the woman's, so the, this little kid is trying to steal a porno, um, and this woman is. is it, it, I mean, what? Yeah, what he is trying to steal that we eventually learn, what an idiot. Well, yeah, so for anyone, any of you listeners who are under the age of 30. Call them Zoomers. Yeah. um, Or this kid. Like back when you would rent physical VHS tapes at a store, you would bring an empty box that was on a shelf up to the counter and they would give you the movie. So this Or, Or the last, for me, the last iteration of Blockbuster, which... Was on what is the cross street of uh what independent records and Angelos is Ogden. on Colfax? Is it Ogden? Yeah. Um, there used to be a blockbuster there. That would be the last one I've ever went to. And if they didn't say what Mike is noting, like you have to bring up the case, it would be they had the case and then like four blockbuster cases of it, right? Like yeah. Behind it, but like the the movie case that you brought didn't have anything. In Correct. It. So this kid is basically just trying to steal an empty case. Maybe he just wants to like crank off to the pictures or something. Mm-hmm. But so Jill is God. Is, if only he had the internet. Yeah, <laughs> Jill is yelling at him and telling him he's a dummy because there's no videotape in there. And she looks over and she sees. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do names tonight. It's Andy, right? Yeah. Yeah. She sees Andy over there, like writing down what she's saying and she's like what the fuck are you doing he's like just catching some natural dialogue yeah he doesn't even finish the sentence he's like i'm catching some natural di-, and she's like natural dialogue like right. she is totally overstepping <laughs> yeah, she's like lines. really off push like you fucking hayseed yeah. roll back to kansas my, my first thought is she knew his lines and he kept messing them up and she's like you know what i'm gonna tell you that your lines be. she's a professional That's she's been true. in all three of this guy's movies two, oh, two. all both of this guy's movies both of the movies he directed and wrote yeah she's coming up like a bitch too she's just the bitchy McGee, like everything that Andy is saying to her, she just replies with. Oh yeah, she's being a real 
a real beehole about it. And it does two things. Pushes a job application on him because he's like, well, he's like kind of alluding to like, I need a job. She's like, you need to talk to it and blah, blah, blah. And you need to rent this VCR. So here's a VCR. Oh, yeah. He rents a tape and he's like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't even have a VCR. (laughs) And does he have the money to do it? Like this guy's eating tangerines out of a suitcase. (laughs) With the tangerine suitcase is my EP time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so yeah, but she makes him rent a VCR and like this, it's like a, like a Domino's pizza delivery bag. Um, but <laughs> so <laughs> as he's leaving, um, he witnesses some guys in cloaks, yep. uh, mugging a short Italian man. And, and that's fairly accurate. And he, yeah. And he decides to intervene. I'm going I'm to spoil my notes uh, just so the audience gets a grasp of who this smaller man is. <laughs> I later liken him in like uh, halfway through my notes as the Bruno Kirby of the B-side world that's accessible to me. The Denver Bruno Kirby. I could wow. see this. You know Bruno, <laughs> Kirby? Bruno Kirby? He's uh, he's in uh, The Godfather. He is, in, he is the third member of City Slickers. Uh, oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, yeah, no, he, oh, yeah, but, yeah, but like smaller than that. Yeah. Oh, Bruno Kirby was like maybe a small statured man, but like his acting abilities and his boisterous attitude made him a larger lion like person. This person is just a small person. He, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a, small, just a small little guy. He's just a smurfing around. Yeah. <laughs> he's and, three apples tall. So he, he intervenes and somehow he is able to beat off two men. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I've noted on numerous occasions that if you are a avid Rabbit Troop Sucks listener, write me privately That's for any sound files that you would like to use with my gun. No, I'm, I'm going to pull like, like a riffraff and I'm just going to drop a, a, a mixtape of me saying things that you can sample. Nice. That's how we're going to make the money. Like if you want to hear a play-by-play of how these men were beaten off by this man, uh, talk to Mike. Just a small Italian man beaten off two guys in cloaks. Um, <laughs> it's, it's basically why yeah. Mike and I started this podcast. Correct. And, uh, and Andy says, you sure we're getting your ass kicked? Um, sure was, and they're now now these two are immediate best friends. Little Italian man who we it's a unique friendship. It's a unique friendship. Um, what's his name? Vinny. Vinny. Wow, yeah. Vinny. So funny. I wrote down that his name was Vinny before anyone said his name. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> because in my heart, I knew it was going yeah, to be Vinny, and nice. I was I was correct. Very Vinny good. Scotto. Vinny Scotto. <laughs> Um, but Vinny's like, you know what? I got a good feeling about you. We're going to be friends. I'm like four feet tall. Um, and he's like, we should hang out all the time. Uh, and, and Andy's like, mm, okay. Like, what do you want to do? He's like, let's buy each other beers. He's like, I'm kind of broke. And so Vinny is like, you know what? I'm just going to steal a case of Labatt Blue from this bar. And we're going to go back to my house. And they do do that. <laughs> yeah, he, he dips into a bar and just steals a case, a full box of beer right. and just runs off. Also, all of this takes place in an alley because every time anyone does anything in this movie, it's in an alley. And, and, and I do want to note, as you know, Italian heritage goes, Mike and I, this is basically how we met. Um, Mike we took were me in an alley. Wing. He was taking <laughs> beer out of out of things. He was like, "Look at these mama Lukes. and mm-hmm. like we ran off. And then I was like, "Oh, I'm on!" And they're yeah. like, "Ah, I was just fungal. beating off some guys <laughs> in an alley, and you know, Paul and I became friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had some great Italian bread, and uh-huh. we dipped it in olive oil, and that's well, the way you do it. <laughs> now they're gonna know the story's <laughs> fake because there's no such thing as good Italian bread in Denver. Oh, we found someone. 
<laughs> like someone was someone. making it, someone was making it in their house. Oh, okay. The bread. I thought the bread was. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Like we, we we fell ass backwards into someone just like making some bread, some Italian bread. Ass backwards <laughs> onto a loaf of bread. They're like dipping into the olive oils. Like I I know what you're talking about. These yeah. are all code for sex things. We all yeah. we all held our fingers, our forefinger, and our thumb into a circle and said, "Ah, oh, madam." That's I, that's when I introduced him to my never-ending salad bowl. <laughs> were you bought, were you boys slamming Labatt Blues as well? Why are you doing all? You, this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so they're hanging out back at Vinny's place, um, and Vinny is clearly a crook. He's got like. So I love he, his setup. Mm -hmm. he, he goes in and he attempts to like put on some music and it takes, I think three boom boxes before he finds one that works. But there's also like added sound effects as he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so he tries to turn on a boom box and you hear like, I, I wrote this somewhere. It sounds like he plays. Oh no, I'll say it when it works. So you see, uh, he's trying to click on the boom box and it's like, bam, 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 bam. but when he gets the one that works, I wrote plays broken ornament, ballet <laughs> that sounds like crap on boombox i think that's what i read that's, that's fair it is weird is it beep, bop, 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 beep, bop. it's like broken glass yeah it just sounds like crap it does it's yeah, playing it's over he has other boomboxes playing music in the background he it's might like playing lo-fi mariachi music over <laughs> the boomboxes and it's like 20 of them at least. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. It's this. Yes. So to take off Lamar, I was like, I couldn't fully read it. In my own handwriting, that is. I wrote, he, he plays broken ornament salsa. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's like really like upbeat, but it's like really kind of detuned and shimey. Uh, it sounds, it sounds That's like what that sound was. All right. It makes more sense now. <laughs> this music speaks to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're hanging out, they're listening to music and, uh, he's talking about this girl and like, you know, whatever. Did you just come to a realization? I'm just hashtagging broken ornaments. Okay. Also. Good. Yeah. There you go. Um, and Vinny's like, hey, now that you and I are like BFFs for life, uh, how would you like a TV and a VCR so you don't have to rent one anymore? Gives it to him. Like a fucking <laughs> Mama Luke. I know. I'm like, this dude's rad as hell. Right. Awesome. Well, he takes it out of his room full of stolen VCRs and televisions. Sure. Like, this guy's not going to um, miss it. You saved this dude's life. He's trying to give you a sweet VCR TV right. combo. And uh, the, the minute Andy touches it, it static shocks him and somehow he's bleeding because of this. Mm, but it's foreshadowing. This, this, this VCR might be uh, might be cursed. Yeah, just might be. Might Maybe, be. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> we'll find out. Um, but now, now this movie has the most abrupt and awful cuts. Abrupt cuts everywhere is what mm. I yep, wrote. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just like someone will be in the middle of doing something and the screen will go black and that same person is in a completely different place doing a different thing with no context. Mike, I don't even think the screen goes black in some it of just, these cuts. They no. just write to the next <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah, they, they could. And, we could have used like a star yeah. swipe or something. Uh, uh, and in the music and the soundtrack even cuts with it. Yeah. It's just yeah. right in the middle. So I'm going to throw this out as positives. So this movie came out in 1987. Uh-huh. I, I know, Mike, you do not like the film. <laughs> so, so did Ghostbusters. But, but or well, that's the thing. I like that someone was in Denver doing like something with stuff. Like I don't. Low budget, but, but there's no one else. Like like what was anyone else doing? How did these people get together? Like who is this dude? I'm not joking. Like uh -huh. I think like, 
Mike, if someone in 1987 literally was like, I made this movie in 1987 and showed it to me, I'd be like, holy crap. Like, even if I didn't like it, I would still be impressed. Like, you you put this movie together with technology you own? Like, 1987 technology. Sure. I'm in. <laughs> okay. Like, historically speaking, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, there's got to be a lot of people in Denver who know what the hell's going on. Yeah. There's two films. <laughs> I, get, I don't know. I just... Someone doing something doesn't make me interested in it. There was other times too that I even noted, like going through my notes, which I don't like. I mean, no one reads all their notes, but like we're skipping over stuff. Like uh, I think it's when uh, Andy's checking in. Like you hear like someone kind of like punky band playing in the background, it's like mm-hmm. a punky rock band. I'm like, was that a Denver local band? Was, was it the Warlock Pinchers? Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. I didn't notice that. Band. Yeah, I don't know who it was, but I did notice. Hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it's cool that like the city that we live in was filmed well i think like this mike it's at least it's not oversaturated like we don't have a lot of these films so that's like my curiosity i think for a good reason apparently maybe i'm just like we don't have a lot of these films i don't have a lot to look back on i mean i didn't live here at this time lamar did um just all these other cities i feel we're doing stuff um you know denver tries to talk a big game with culinary skills and tourism and various other things. Uh, I do feel like, why aren't people filming here? And it's kind of cool. Like someone was doing something. We don't have a lot of films because we've talked about, like we want to go back to Denver, Colorado films or just Colorado films. It doesn't need to be Denver. Um, But some of them are just so bad. Um, Much like the one we're (laughs) discussing presently. Uh, At least it's 1987. I mean, we're going to look at other films, maybe probably later in this podcast that are like, 2000 and we're like oh my god you actually had a budget like this, <laughs> this guy this guy i used to, I, I i do dig the story i kind of like the idea of, the of this story. movie actually, I, yeah, yeah I, I we can i mean we can just deconstruct that after like we usually do That's right. i thought the plot of this movie was totally fine mm-hmm. oh cool because later i'm like this totally should have been a tales from the crypt episode yeah 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 like, that would oh, be cool. yeah that would have been perfect actually it uh, feels like a tales from the i can't say it feels like a tales from the crypt movie but um, yeah, not movie, but like, imagine like a lengthier, if not half hour episode, like mm-hmm. like Hayseed comes into big city, wants to write story, like all of a sudden gets weird possessed VCR. And especially if this came out in 1987, um, like this fuels this guy's stories. They're coming to reality. Like there's a lot we could cut out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I totally mm-hmm. agree. Um, yeah. I just think it's cool that someone's doing something. I have. Never run into anyone who's like, yeah, have you seen this movie? Or you like horror movies? Like, no one's mentioned this. Like, there's clearly, like, a hundred people plus involved with this production. But I have no idea what's going on. And Lamar, you've lived here all of your life. And I've lived here, like, the majority of my life. Yeah. Um, I can't say that. Over half of my life. Movie was, like, a major release or was big budget. But I feel like there's a... I don't want to say a lot of movies like this, but there's probably a lot of Denver movies like this that have just been shuttled off into the back uh, rooms of video stores but, that we haven't okay, heard about. So, so we have, uh, I don't know if it's still owned by the same people, Landmark, which was uh, you know the Mayan and the Esquire. Right. You would you would think like someone would have even been like, well, we're doing a midnight release of this like Denver movie. No, they can't do a midnight release of this because they have to play the fucking room every Saturday. <laughs> they do play the room. Every Saturday. <laughs> Take that, Esquire. <laughs> the movie sucks, and so do those theaters. 
Sorry, that, that's not fair. <laughs> They're really cool old historic theaters, um, but I don't yeah, want to pay twenty dollars to sit in the worst seat I've ever sat in in my life. To see the room. To see the room. The Esquire. The Esquire was remodeled. Actually, the Mayan was recently redone as well. I would like to go to both of them. I have not been to. I think I've only seen two movies since the pandemic in the theater. uh, My wife and I saw Spider-Man and Ghostbusters. Hmm. That's it. That's all I got. Those are good movies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were. (laughs) Twas. Good movies. You saw all the uh, good movies that came out during the pandemic. (laughs) Bravo to me. (laughs) Killing it. Um, Is this where Vinny brings in a donut? (laughs) No. This is... (laughs) So... (laughs) I and I, I sorry I wrote this down and this will make sense to literally nobody. I can't um, wait. <laughs> uh, so and actually, Paul, you have had an, an online interaction with this fellow, uh, my old, <laughs> my my friend and coworker from Maine, Bill. Oh, is this the one I wrote like when we first met? Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> what did I write that guy? I don't even remember, and it doesn't matter. Same pornographic. Um, it probably was, but he had a like a pseudo personality that he would adopt at work sometimes uh whose name was Vinny bag of donuts <laughs> um and if, so does bill listen to this i don't know you should you should tag okay I'll, I'll, you I'll, should like specifically send i'll, I'll hey bill Vinny, Vinny bag hey, of donuts. hey bill i wrote you an email um so yeah when 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 Vinny brought the bag of donuts that, that made me think of that well the, i genuinely like Vinny. Um, no, Vinny's a cool guy. Well, here's the thing, like, kind of, I wait, yeah, I kind of wish they fleshed him out a little bit because he does throw Andy under the bus. Uh, I'm eh. just cut to the chase. Well, he wants a driver. Yeah, he's and, trying to get Andy and, to and drive his, a getaway car and, for him. Yeah, and his thug friend is like, that's great because if, like, the car's pulled <laughs> over, uh, no, we're not going to jail. Right, like, so, because, because the over. audience is too fucking stupid to figure out yeah, that that's what he yeah, was like, trying to do. And he says it just like that. Like, I'm mm. not even, like, like exaggerating. Like, some rock Neanderthal. Like, no, that was pretty accurate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and... If I wish they took that out because Vinny's like, yeah, like then we won't go to jail. Vinny's kind of badass. He's like, it's, it's, it's honor amongst thieves. Yeah. It's totally that. It's I think you could be a thief, Andy, but you're not. Yeah. But I'll share whatever I have. Like we will never screw each other over. It is established right off the bat. Like mm-hmm. you got me out of a scrap. Here's a TV and VCR. I'm going to stop by. This guy's bringing him donuts. Mm-hmm. One day he breaks in. He's like, hey, I need something, but I'll talk to you later. You got a date? I didn't mean to bother you, but I stocked your fridge with beer. Like, yeah, he keeps I'm like, like, who are you? He a keeps genie? breaking into his house, delivering him beer and donuts and trying to get him to drive his truck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he really wants a driver that badly. He's, he needs a driver. Yeah. We all do. So, yeah, after... <laughs> After the whole thing with the with the truck wraps up, we we've got Andy going back to the video store. I don't, I don't know if it's the next day, two days later, whatever. But he's returning. I think he had two days. He had two. <laughs> he did have two days. Uh, he's returning the VCR. Uh, the fucking kid is back trying to steal more porno, and there is a older gentleman who is renting a pornography. Do you, do any of you have the name of this? I don't. I don't. But that older gentleman looked like the guy who's like, I'll buy that for a dollar. He robocop that guy. Correct. He did look <laughs> like that guy. <laughs> I and, that guy. And the video that he was renting was called Nazi Rectal Roundup. Oh, oh yeah, I remember yeah, we talked bro. about it. Yeah, we <laughs> yikes! Yikes! Um, and he and uh, so uh, Andy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He is returning the, in addition to the VCR, the application that he's filled out because he wants to work there. And uh, Lisa, Linda. <laughs> Lulu. 
Jill? Jill. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Wait, let's, let's go back. Let's, 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 let's super tangentially go uh-huh. back a step. Do we do we establish that we would do in fact yes the Running Man? Oh. I think Chris Brewer said. I don't know. I do. I do Running Man. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we yeah. say it all the time. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I think they're remaking it. So we should totally do The Running Man. The Running Man's awesome. We yeah, should yeah. do The Running Man. Yes, it's going to be a positive review, but it's so fun. What, what that we were discussing led you to Running Man? Didn't you say something with Schwarzenegger or that got... No, I'll buy that for a dollar. Oh, okay. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> which, which was Smash TV. Something got me there. All right. So you, we yeah. made the connection. Excellent. Uh, she's and she's looking over his resume and it's all like you know he has like you know food service retail stuff and she is clowning on him hard for his work experience while she is working in a video store i don't want to be disparaging to what anyone does for anything but like she's being kind of a bitch i would have left the interview like even Correct, yeah. even if you were hard up for money um this person i mean from what i'm seeing here has absolutely no intention of hiring you and is making you feel super awful about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is nothing to walk away from, but yeah, she's playing hard to get. It's playground rules. Yeah. He, he, he likes her. He's obvious. He just, I, so get, yeah, I get right. Yeah. Like, Why he likes her? Like, no one damn, knows. You're awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm yeah. Chill. He also, tells her is this where he tells her i think he tells her about the uh tape that he saw in the uh, mm. uh that he watched uh, oh maybe i don't think we talked about the tape that he watched and well, he saw it just briefly he was like i don't know like i saw this tape and it came with this tape so i don't need this vcr and she's like I don't know who this Vinny guy is, but it seems weird he's just giving you stuff kind of yeah. i'm not even sure if that's happened yet because the next the next scene in my notes are uh he's watching the video at home and he hears like the satanic chanting uh and he's like that sounds familiar for oh. for whatever fucking reason <laughs> oh yeah um, <laughs> yeah that's later um yeah and it's really weird uh yeah and th- and this is okay so yeah so this is the next morning is when Vinny shows up well with, let's, let's go back okay. just for a second like uh-huh. a kind of again tangential comment to both of you why is Jill questioning Vinny Vinny seems super cool. Like, imagine this. Like, what would be like a what's like a super cool TV? Mike, you know more about this than I. Like, is there something beyond like OLED at this point in time? Oh, like, like 8K. Yeah, like yeah, probably. Imagine your 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 friend is like, hey, you helped me out of a scrap. Here's an 8K TV and some free free dope movies to watch. Cause I'm gonna tell you pretty directly. No, no, I'm not gonna tell you directly. I'm going to show you my warehouse and just not talk about it. But clearly I'm fencing some stuff, but I'm going to give you some stuff because thanks for helping me. Oh, you know, like is, is anyone going to be like, ah, man, how no. dare that guy? <laughs> so, something that we might want to bring up because it is linchpin to the whole plot of this movie. And we did not talk about it at all. The first scene of this movie God is, damn it. Yeah. is Vinny stealing this TV and VCR yeah. from a I satanic totally group. Yeah. Well, it's there. <laughs> right. And so, so yeah, he steals. We, we don't know it's Vinny at the beginning, but like we, but you know, but later you, you see it in a replay. Um, yeah. So he, yeah, he steals this TV and VCR with a recording of a ritual in it from like yeah. a bunch of satanic panic people in, in, a, in an apartment. And they are the people that are mugging Vinny when Andy saves him. 
So like, the most important part of this movie we have not talked about. So it's tied together. Yeah. But going back to what I was talking about, you just helped the dude out. He's like, hey, you know what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Here's a 8K TV. Mm-hmm. Are we cool? Probably. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. And then yeah. he's later bringing you donuts and right. stocking your fridge with beer. <laughs> so, yeah. So fast forward. And now he's he's watching this tape in this video, uh, in this VCR. Yeah. And he he goes to sleep and he has some weird dreams. Vinny, show, Vinny mm. Bag of Donuts shows up in the morning <laughs> mm. and Vinny is reading this, some, some, you know, these pages that, that it's like, a, it's a, it is, I, I, I said somewhere in my notes, I don't even need to look at this. I wrote, he step-by-step step wrote out a satanic ritual in a manual format. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's, he, he typed all this down and, and Vinny's reading it and Andy's like, I didn't write any of this. Um, and this is where we start to figure out like, okay, watching He's also tape, sleeping with a lead pipe. He's also sleeping with a lead pipe. The lead pipe came gratis with his yeah, apartment. Yeah. Um, it was one of the features advertised by the landlady. Um, yeah, so this is where we're kind of figuring out that like watching this videotape uh, lets you do something, something in your dreams. For him, it's writing things that haven't happened yet. Yeah, which is a super cool premise. I mean, I'm sure this has been written about in other like novels, novellas, short stories by like very like prolific authors. I mean, I'm sure Stephen King, Ray Bradbury, like right. people like this. Um, but I like this idea. Someone has some kind of object that is like, I, I'm an innocent person. I mean, this is Twilight Zone 101. I'm an innocent person. Now you're in a situation. And very rarely does someone leave the Twilight Zone with those same good intentions. But they do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it's, and it's really like a moral test. Uh which is kind of cool. Uh, this is like the basis of every religion. Like now you're in this situation. What do you do? Um, that's why I said tales from the crypt. You get a haunted typewriter, you get mm-hmm. a VCR, like whatever. Um, it could be cool. Oh my God. I'm done with the premise. Yeah. Yeah. The premise was fine. The movie was not fine, but the premise was good. Well, that's why I'm going back. Like I'm curious about this guy. He was doing something like Mike. I don't even know. I, I saw that he died in 1990. I have no idea how old this person is. Like, Maybe this person could have done something cool and been like, I was a Denver director. And the weirdest scene, like, this is what I did with a camcorder and, like, VHS tapes I got from Walgreens. Like, I have no idea. That's why I'm just like, someone was doing something at least interesting enough. Uh, maybe maybe it's just a, I wanted more. Like, what would this guy have been in, like, 2000? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like, think about, like, Mike and I play music. Lamar, you play music. Like, think about the first song you wrote or something like this. Like, we're just seeing, like, a draft of something. Because I do think the story is cool. This guy maybe wouldn't be a good director. Maybe, like, later we'd be like, oh, like, he did cool scripts for Hollywood. Like, something, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, but, I don't know. In the in the film scene, maybe uh, the apprehension, why why I'm battling Mike is, I wish someone from Denver was doing something in the film scene um, that was getting more notoriety. Like, I'm sure there's people. Right. We have film schools every which way in Colorado. Like, damn. So your argument for why this movie is good is that even though this wasn't good, it would be cool if it was good. Well, I do think the story was there. Okay. So there was a cool story. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like I'm look, I'm listening to the demo of a band that later became big. Like I see the potential of something. Like, is this what I'm gonna go back to and listen to? No, but I'm kind of happy I saw it. But not like Crime Wave. 
if, which I'm glad I <laughs> never need to go back to. If this movie was a demo tape that I heard of a band, I would have thrown it away and ignored the person <laughs> that gave it to me for the rest of my life. But you got to think 1987. You got even be, in 1987. Now I think in 1987, someone would be like, "How did you do this on like a shoestring budget?" And like, what? What? This movie to me is like a guy playing acoustic guitar at a party. And someone's like, at least someone's playing guitar. And in my mind, it's like, I wish no one was playing guitar right now. What's your views on this, Lamar? <laughs> like, I think Denver filmmaking would be in a much better place if this movie never existed. He had a good idea. Um, I don't think that uh, he's this Mr. Kruger fellow is mis missing something. Oh, I don't that, disagree with that. That could have made him just a just a, a decent director with this night visions. I I don't think like this. It feels rushed, and I don't think he's trying to make Denver like the scene of this movie. Although I that, like that I agree. I think that's unfortunate. I totally agree with you. I know I like it that he incorporates a lot of uh, Denver stuff in it. I don't think the vision is making Denver the mantelpiece of this movie but but, but again i'm going back like and, and i agree and that is super unfortunate i don't know what like the legality of this is like i i i can't assume this guy's just pulling permits like like i have to assume from 87 till now there's new codes on how to film things and how to release it and you could not do something like this today even if i did it with my iphone and someone's like whoa dude like you're releasing this in like real things there's like people in the background and they didn't give you the rights for their face and like weird stuff but i, I really feel in 87 it was like as long as you don't fully have the establishment's name and maybe sometimes and some of them clearly look fake and some of them are like does that still exist or maybe it was like i know that guy so he's cool with it like i maybe this I wish I just had someone to tell me the story of this film. That's what I want, Mike. Maybe, maybe the reason that, so maybe he, he went to the mayor of Denver and was like, I want to film a movie here. Are you, you going to say, this is going to lead to a joke? No, this is dead serious. And I was he, and, like, I was being serious. And he, ex he explained the plot and like what the movie was about. And he talked about the characters' names and all the bags of donuts. And then the mayor was like, this sucks. Um, please never say Denver um, and only film in alleys. So that's why. You can have access to the popular bar. What was it called? The Package Store. Yeah, uh, what's that? That's where he stole the Labatt's Blue there's from like, earlier. There's a cantina later? <laughs> yeah, no one fucking knows. I, I tried to write that down. Um, okay. Anyway, so yeah, no, I, I lied. It was you know, I was lining up to clown on this movie some more. God damn. There He's clowning go. on me. <laughs> I am down to clown. Um <laughs> So what the fuck is happening in this movie right now? Let's see here. I bet it has something to do with Andy and that crazy VCR of his. <laughs> yeah, no, he. <laughs> oh, um, Vinny and dudes. <laughs> Vinny <place>. and dudes. <laughs> Encounter priest. I don't remember a priest. I don't either. <laughs> um, oh, you know, so hard cut. We see the. The, the time on the, the VCR flash, 666. Oh, yeah. Um, I looked at both Lamar and Mike at this point in time. I was like, is anyone seeing that? Mm -hmm. I did see Mike scribbling things down. Yeah. He was the closest to me. Oh, in this, okay, so one, one thing that I did write down a couple times, this scene reminded me of the movie Stranger Than Fiction. 
I wrote that too because everything yeah. starts coming to life. I also wrote that, Mike. Yes. Yeah. So like we're we're in the video store and we see the owner of the video store, like an older man who is kind of inconsequential. But you, you also have uh, Andy narrating on top of it. And at first, yeah, it's like a mysterious man, right? Like who's tired from life starts stalking VC or VHS tapes, right? Mm. But but the way the guy was acting for a second, I thought he could hear that narration. Yeah, uh, he couldn't. But anyway, he was like. This so this is what Andy's writing in his sleep that he doesn't remember. He's kind of narrating uh, this store getting tossed apart because um, we don't we don't oh, see it happen. Yeah. But someone comes in, presumably looking for this videotape, and they you know it it looks like the store got robbed, but it's just it just kind of got all fucked up. Yeah, I thought they killed the guy. Uh, Ed. Yeah, I mean, you were clearly meant to <laughs> yeah. think that yeah. that they killed well, him. But, yeah, he but was like, there. but was, that's the weird thing. Like, also, he's not dead. And then it's inconsequential. It's like, but right. he is alive. And then, the, so the next day, like, they're like, ah, like, and so one, I don't think we talked about this, but it's all over my notes. We thought Andy was working at this video store the entire time. He's stocking oh, tapes. Yeah. He's doing stuff. But he's this, just there. <laughs> this now, this next day is supposed to be his first day. Mm-hmm. And so there's 45 children and Lamar was laughing because one kid's like, no, like, what's going on? Do you remember this? Like, some, <laughs> like some like kid and the police tape is there and Andy's like, no, but I work there. They're like, okay. And they just let oh, him yeah. in. Like, they just let him in. <laughs> and, and one kind of, he works there as of right now. Mm-hmm. That is technically true. Yeah. Cause I thought he was working there the whole time, but this is day one. And Ed's like, no man, place trash. You got to go heck of a day to start yeah. on day one. But yeah. you know, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> And then the detective, whatever, if we haven't talked about this guy, is like, I'm watching you, new guy, and I'm just trying to jump through it. But I'm like, okay, okay, detective. Yeah, so the the detective is suspicious, uh, but they say, you know, nothing was stolen, no money was taken. uh, Who the fuck knows why anyone's doing these things? But this is is also now where Jill is starting to go, I want to fuck this Andy guy. Ah, yes. Um, For no good reason, because he's a big, big goddamn weirdo. He keeps talking about Vinny. Um, but how about we go back to my apartment to bang? Yeah. And here's, here's a super unfortunate thing about literally watching this movie in sequence. So she's talking to him like, Oh, like let's go on a date. And it's like kind of innocent. This movie's kind of overall innocent. And I, 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 I'm looking at Mike and Lamar and I'm like, you know, Jill reminds me of someone we all know. And Lamar's like, eh, kind of, I could overall see it. And Mike's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, in the eyes. And I'm like, it's this really good friend that we've all known for, for years. And literally, I say that in the next sequence, she's like, we could go back to my bedroom. And then she's naked. And I was like, it's just like looking at your friend <laughs> naked. And yeah. I didn't say it looked exactly like my friend, but I was like, if someone was like, that's that person's cousin, I'd be like, oh, I could totally see it. So. Shout out to our friend James. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Denver, Colorado. Yeah. She's not really subtle about what she wants. She no. Is, she is not. No, he's, he's laying there talking about like, oh, I'm thinking about swimming. And she's like, hey, how about you put that dick right up in here? Yeah. <laughs> so I want to go through a sequence of events because she takes off his clo- her clothes. And I, and I looked at Mike and Lamar. Um, when we go through a lot of these films, especially... Honestly, let's be honest, some more of the low-budget films. 
Uh, there's going to be some sex sequences and it's kind of weird. Like three dudes are just sitting in a room watching this. And this was one of the better ones, uh, especially because it's more comedic for me because Andy looks like he has a fever. I liken this <laughs> to the scene in trading places where Lewis or Dan Aykroyd has the flu and is clearly out of his mind. <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis like takes off her clothes just to get in bed to give him body warmth like scientifically this is what he looks like she gets in bed jill that is in this film and proceeds to like make kind of make out with them he is sobbing uh i do want to <laughs> give a shout out to my wife who would be like ah yes people sobbing or getting married or getting engaged is like how did you get engaged i cried all day like don't don't get engaged my wife will totally understand um that yes, uh, why you're you're having sex with someone and just full on crying. Um, I guess there could be a lot of reasons this could happen. None that we've been aware of, and yeah. it's super awkward to watch. But then he's super into it, and then this boom, was the Kansas least... boy becomes Kansas boy too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's this, not mad. He's this was the dumb. least sexy sex that anyone has ever had. Oh, no one was comfortable. It no, was it was no. this woman's butt. And then someone's like, show me side boob. And she's like, but I know you. And they're like, yeah, but not too much side boob. And dude, keep crying. He's like, yes. And and me, Lamar, and Mike are like, we all want to leave. Um, this was probably the worst <laughs> yes. like 80s montage sex scene. T- terrible. Like, yeah, if, uh, if the three of us here at Rabbit Troop sucks and the actors were like, we were uncomfortable and we're like, let's just just have a shot and just talk. We'll just say you had sex and just skip over it. It would be the memory we could just skip over forever in a way. Maybe. So this, this woman has only been in two movies and they were this one and the other one. I assume she's from Denver. Reach out to us. I'm serious. Maybe. Yeah. Talk about the, the sex crying. Um, maybe now I know <laughs> maybe Michael Kruger had the hots for this, this broad. And he was like, do you want to be in my movies? And finally, by the second movie, he's like, this shows that side boob. Well, now, and now, then he's like, I'm know, done. I'm done filmmaking. Well, how about this? Now I'm going to feel real bad. Like, what if this was like his significant other and then like he died? He's like, I don't want to show too much, but I think you're like an amazing actress. Um, he shouldn't have thought that. This might have been her decision too. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Reach out to us. <laughs> yeah, I'm please. Sure that, that was the warm welcome you wanted to hear. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know. And the music that was playing in the background, it, it it honestly sounded like I wrote down video poker music. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> you want your like broken ornaments? <laughs> <laughs> you want your sex scenes done with that in yeah. the background? It, it, terrible. I, I'll say, you know, to make amends for my last comment, she was the best actor in this film. That's true. I like Vinny. You like Vinny? Yeah, I do. He was my favorite character, but I think she was a better yeah, actor. Vinny, that actor was trying way too hard. No, I don't think, I, I think that's was just, they found Vinny. That was that you guy. Think that was just him. That was his gold necklace. Right side. That was, that was <laughs> his like, like that. onesie that he was wearing later on. That seems like he looks like a guy who would do that. That's actually his apartment and his stolen VHS. <laughs> oh man. This guy could have been more than five foot three. This guy's mm-hmm. like, they, they think they're making a movie. Well, I'm making a movie. <laughs> the movie's you about want, them. You want my stolen haunted material? It's, it's a reverse bow finger that he was pulling. <laughs> that is some chubby right yeah um yeah so they have the worst sex ever uh she has a good after sex cry um yeah so let's let's go to the next day okay so this dude just had sex 
Awesome. Like, I don't even know what to say. So, like, imagine you just had sex and that's great. Mm-hmm. Look, good for you. I don't need to go into detail. I don't want my daughter tracking this down years later and being like, my dad's a weirdo. Just like, you had sex, great. He is such an effing weirdo about it. So, he... He gets a call from her and he's like, oh, mom. And she's like, that's super weird. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like the only person that's ever called me at my motel is my mom. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Problem diverted until he becomes an ultra weirdo. She's like, you know, thanks for staying with me last night. It is a clear illusion. Like, thanks for having sex with me. Let's do this again. He's like, good stuff going on. (laughs) Like, Yeah. He's just saying like weird stuff. He's like, I don't know. I'm riding. Thought it was my mom. Well then, and, and at one point, and I, the sequence of what? events here, like one, I don't know what time frame this movie takes place on. I don't know if it was like a week, a month. I would assume a couple months. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, he's I mean, you see him pay rent a couple times, so times. it's been a few weeks at least. Yeah. But like within the span of ninety seconds, uh, she's having after sex crying. There's a phone call, but then he's also at her apartment in his underwear writing something on a typewriter. And her roommate, who we've never talked about before, yes, comes out, yes, and he's like, like she's like kind of an attractive like bimbo archetype kind of person, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's being like really nice. She's like, oh, you're Andy. Like, oh, I'm. I wrote mm-hmm. new slut. I don't she know what her name. Never was. mentioned before, was she? No, like, not okay, even. She but, like she but. showed up dry. She showed up. <laughs> she showed up super wet. But what? No, <laughs> Paul. No? It's fine. There um, we go. Uh, but he's being like <laughs> one, like this dude is in your apartment writing shit on his weird typewriter. And he's also being super weird. She's like, Hey, like, what are you writing? He's like, I don't know stuff. Shut up. And she kind of like bends over to like tie her shoe or whatever. And she's just, she's, we're just wearing underwear. And he like, he recoils in horror at the sight of this woman bending over. Um, uh, that's it. It's super weird. It is super weird. I don't, I don't oh, like disagree. I have her name. Her name's Wendy. Wendy. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> um, but we also kind of parallel to this. We have uh, he he's back at his apartment. Yep. He goes right back to the right, videos. Goddamn. Yeah, and he's he he's watching the he. I don't know if he's like, not watching. I, I know we're right. Does like the video play automatically? Well, it's, it's does like, he, does he's he keep a, putting it in? Well, he keeps putting it in, falling instantly asleep. Yeah, he, like, he, puts, is, he, he keeps putting it in. And he gets children. <laughs> he's like, why am I supporting all these children? <laughs> yeah, like it's an old talk show. He, no, yeah, he keeps no, watching no, this the fucking scene, tape. He comes home, he looks at it, and I know, I know that and he just takes a nap. Yeah. And the tape goes in on itself. Mm-hmm. Well, he also <laughs> remarks it's at one point, like, oh, the the tape is playing, but nothing's plugged in. And then yeah, whoops. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like <laughs> Come on, Satan. Then he then he gets the raspberry. Um he gets jammed like uh, in space balls. Um, there's like goo dripping down the screen <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he just wipes it off. And he just, he just wipes it off with a towel. Dab it who uh, in film, who would be your, like, would it be your editor? Like the blooper cleanup man I, that Lamar, that's our new novella. Satan's editor. <laughs> like, whoa, bro. <laughs> Let's back that up. Like, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna take that out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, you're in certain things. You're wiping off jam where you shouldn't be. Uh, so, I mean, the editing of this movie yeah, felt like they now. just they dumped it into a like a paper shredder, and then they taped it together, 
And it was okay. They're yeah, like, you know what? This right. is fine. This order is good. Yeah. Whatever. No one cares. As, as someone in Colorado, I have so many questions. And I'm not saying that like jokingly. I still am reaching out like, there's weird punk bands being played. Who are they? Like, again, are they from Colorado? Like, I kind of want to know that information. Um, Who was this director? How did people get involved with this? I mean. They lost bets. They owed him money. All of that would be awesome. Like, I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. Like, he was holding them hostage. Like, the big thing is, like, we live in Colorado. We're doing this podcast. And there's, like, really, like, no major Colorado things. Yes, there's a couple, like, notable films. And we could always mention them. But as far as, like, indie, like, obscure, just in Colorado, we're like, for me, I'm like, who the hell was this guy? And how did this all come together? Like, multiple times in the same year why was it filming the same time probably was it accidentally two movies spliced together and jumbled together mike noted that several times like this is an afterthought these are weird things i'm like maybe it was mind killer which a guy demands to rent at one of the things which lamar was like is that the director michael krueger i looked it up it is not I've looked at several pictures i i just did an image search of michael krueger and that same guy keeps coming up i i can't say the same guy He's but the same career <laughs> the same image of a guy keeps coming up just a light beard uh, wearing glasses and it kind of looked like the guy and i just thought you know what this might be the director but i don't think it was honestly in the end i mean that guy was 40 like roughly like he was 30. 40 when he died yeah no yeah, I mean, he's 39. Mm, I bet it, I, it could have. Why not be in your own movies if you're going to do that? Right. And just have a little cameo oh, part where you like, hey, do you have my movie in your video store? That'd be awesome. Just Hitchcock your way into your own movies. Well, I'm going to jump to the chase in part of this film because I know Mike doesn't like it. So Andy is just now back and forth. And this is where this movie actually tightens up. But I, I, I will agree. And I th- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put words in Mike's mouth. Too little, too late. I think that's that's where we're at. This movie tightens up for like eight minutes that's at accurate, the end. Yeah. Where it's more like, I now have these visions. It is real. These things are happening. And it's like, yeah, we kind of got it. Like, the, you should have just used these eight minutes the first 45 minutes into it. And then Andy goes on a weird kill spree. They see Andy is actually doing some of these things. Maybe not. I don't know. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> you know, you're just, you're powering through. This. Oh yeah, I am. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I mean, where do you want me to pick up here? Cause you just skipped. Vinny fights a cloaked Jedi. You, you just skipped ahead like 30 minutes. You didn't even mention the guy jacking off in the bathroom. Oh, well, <laughs> it's a new year yeah. <laughs> that was an important scene yeah um it was not an important scene but yeah no paul's right like the it's we're, we're now seeing that andy is like actually being possessed by this videotape he is writing things that haven't happened yet but then they do happen but only because he's doing so this is the part that i didn't really get like so he he falls asleep watching this videotape because he keeps fucking pressing play and he wakes up and he has written events that have not happened yet. But the, they, the events only become only come true because he then does them. Like he's writing like, I, Andy went on a killing spree. I don't, and, and Mike, like, honestly, I don't even know. I just feel at this point in time, he has a magic typewriter, right? Well, no, for sure. So like, <laughs> yeah. but like, 
Oh, no, that's a hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, they're only coming true because he does them. Like it would be one thing if he woke up and he read this and it's like, oh my God, did I write that I'm going to kill somebody? But he that you don't see that. You just see him writing and then you see him going and killing people. Yeah, he seems to just become. Yeah, he shows it to Vinny too. Like more possessed. <laughs> More, yeah, he like loses himself. He's no longer the Andy from the no. beginning of the movie well, he, where he has like free thought and everything. He, he brings kind of, the yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. He's like he's he's got bags under his eyes. He's clearly possessed or something. Um, he brings the TV and VCR back to Vinny. He interrupts his card game, um, and uh, Vinny tasks one of his card buddies to follow him in what is the worst attempted following <laughs> someone ever. Uh, like, <laughs> Lamar, Lamar, I'm going to task you with this. If you want to put together a legendary repeating looped video of this guy trying to sneak up uh, as epic as one of your DuckTales looped videos is, uh, that is what I'm going to do because holy crap, like <laughs> this is like a drunken clown I don't know, like doing the worm on a sidewalk to get to you. And you're like, oh, hey, dude. And you're like, what? Like just drunken doing the worm next to you. Like it is so obvious. But yeah, I'm still powering through it. Like these events happen. That dude's dead. Boom. Yeah. So basically Andy is, he kills that guy. Um, and he, he's doing some other, some other killings as well. Um, and, uh, he fuck i don't i don't even know what's really happening it was kind of hard for me to track at this point because it sucked and didn't make any sense you should just take it like this me jumping ahead because then it's just like boom 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 because it's like andy does this andy writes this andy does this and this is kind of where i feel it tightens up but it becomes a different flow and pace of the movie so kind of too little too late but this is what inspired me to think like oh this is this could be a tales from the crypt episode like Especially if it was longer, like an hour, not or 45 minutes. Like it doesn't have to be like 30 minutes. Like it was now like the new scripted streaming things where it's not right. it doesn't have to abide by commercials. Mike and I talked about this for ages. Um, uh, I think it was like when like Arrested Development came out, like Mike's like, I love that the story could be whatever length it needs to be because some episodes were 24 minutes, some were 37. Like it was drastically different. I was like, yes, I, I totally agree. Like, yeah. Like you just don't have to make it this certain within 10 seconds of a thing, a story um, that, yeah, things could have happened. Right. So to, to follow suit on Paul's powering through yeah. the kind of the, the main conclusion starts when, um, uh, what's that bitch's name? Jill. Jill. When Jill and Wendy, what, like so Wendy's reading some of this writing that Andy has left behind in their apartment. And Jill comes home and when he's like, Jill, you need to fucking read this. And then we need to call the police because your boyfriend is fucking bananas, which is the most realistic thing that happened in that movie. Yes. Um, Or Vinny. Or yeah, no. Well, and now we have, so Vinny and Andy are on kind of like a team up mission. I like that team up (laughs) actually. Because Vinny is my favorite character of the movie. Right. Um, and uh, they were, I don't even remember what they were doing. They were trying to like find the cult. I, yes. don't, I don't really know what they were up to, um, um, but they were skulking around. They had, they had the lead pipe from earlier. Um, oh, did, did the cult steal the, the cult? V- 
they tracked down Vinny for the tape. Did they get the tape back? Um, no, they ran off, and then they went back to Vinny's place to go watch the tape. Yes, that that that's what I have here. Though they okay. Andy and Vinny were watching the tape, um, and in the tape, it's showing the future. And in the future, Andy is killing oh, yeah. Vinny. So Vinny's like, fuck this noise. And he starts like. <laughs> oh, it shows Andy killing Whoops. the guy that Vinny sent him at him first. Yes. Yeah, they, he sees him killing that guy. And, and then Which we Lamar see. Lamar should make a animated loop of. And, yeah, do, do the gif. Um, <laughs> that, that'll be but then, then the tape proceeds to play the future, the very near future of uh, Andy killing Vinny. So Vinny pulls out his switchblade. Um, this is when the cops show up. The cops that. Uh, Wendy and that weird detective yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Zim. It doesn't matter. He, <laughs> yeah. he was chewing on a match the whole time. Uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they arrest, I think both of them. Um, <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So here <laughs> we never see Vinny again. Right. Like right. He, he just goes to prison. Yeah. Presumably. Straight up prison. I have no idea why. But Andy yeah. goes to like an insane asylum. Yeah, Andy goes to an insane asylum, I we assume. And they yeah. give him a typewriter, yeah, he, which was he, like the whole reason we're in this mess. Right, and he's typing up on the same typewriter. Right. Uh, typing up on some teal, like some 80s typewriter. Um, and the nurse is like, oh, you still, you know, I love stories. Like, uh, what are you talking about? N nothing. Uh, Andy says nothing. And then it's alluded to that... Uh, he wrote a story about the nurse mm -hmm. and he's passed on the curse to the nurse. Right. And all, but also Jill is there visiting him and she's yes. like, I love oh, you. No, no, oh, no. The, the nurse is like, he's like, I wrote a story about you, but Jill, he's like, I passed on a curse to you yeah, and you're yeah. going to die and it's going to be awful. And it's basically freeze, freeze frame. Yeah. <laughs> End of story. Night vision. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, I don't care. There's a bunch of people living in Denver, Colorado. I would love to know more about this backstory. I think the backstory would maybe might let Mike enjoy this movie more. Not that he would never watch it again, but be like, that's interesting. <laughs> but that that's what I got. We're back in Denver, Colorado. So you... We, you and I watched the other movie, uh, Brain Fucker, <laughs> Mind Flyer. What was it called? Is it Mind Killer? Mind Killer. Because yeah, um, and you, you pictured to me like you know, Rami and I watched this other movie by this other director. It's all filmed in Denver. I was like, cool. And then we watched Mind Killer, and it sucked. That yes, that movie was we're, awful. We're, we're never going to review this on that. But yes. you're like, you know what? We should, we should, we should watch the other one because it was much better. And then you made me watch it tonight, and it was. <laughs> Honestly, I think worse. I think <laughs> I, I honestly thought mind killer was a better, more fun movie than this. Wait, wait, which season are we in of Michael Kruger? Are we in, <laughs> we're in the beginning phase? Are we in the ending phase? I don't know. So a long time ago, you and I watched a movie that was filmed in Denver, a very low budget film called Freddy versus the Ghostbusters. We should totally do that. That was a better movie than either of these. Why? Well, I'm, I'm, clearly not disagreeing on yeah. any of that. I, no, I'd be, I'd be willing to go back to that. Especially Halloween. Oh my God, Mike, that would be a great one. There you go. Yeah. And so in, you know, a year or 10 months, we, we've got a list. Oh, you got yes. your Halloween. But so, yes. so that, <laughs> you, I, because I've been bitching about it for an hour and a half, you guys know my feelings. Yeah. Lamar, how did you feel about this movie? And did you see Mind Killer? Did you watch it with us? I think you didn't. Okay. Um, I think you did. I think you did, Lamar. I mean, you know, 
I think I think Mike and I talked about it more in a Denver context, but like I think you watched it with us. And I mean, honest to God, like wouldn't it be like May, April? I mean, like, it, yeah, it was earlier this year. If we did, I don't remember it. I would remember it. I think I think you did. I think you, honestly you did. But like, let's well, just stick with this. I mean, with the, with the time we have left, like. Huh. What did you think about this film? Yeah, <laughs> I probably enjoyed that movie better than this one. I did. I like the concept of this movie. Interesting story. Just bad characters is what I would say with, for this movie. Um, Denver Phil, I, I'm not feeling it. Um, they were talking about high crime areas and garbage in the street. It's not authentic Denver. I'm not hitting them up for that, but. Um, the abrupt um, scene shifting in this movie was just the odd pacing. I just thought this movie was meh. Yeah, it w- this movie was a mess. Like the the overall plot, I don't really have a problem with. Um, but also, the plot was kind of the same plot as Mind Killer. Oh yeah, because Mind Killer is like some weird milk toast incel guy that works at a library, and he finds a book that tells him how to mind kill. I, I've never seen this movie. <laughs> it sounds interesting. You totally watch it. Lamar totally watched it. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but like, it, it's basically like a guy who's a. It's about like a wiener loser guy who, through the power of writing, either mur- does murders. Oh, another is writing wiener loser guy a Twitter handle? Some <laughs> yeah, shit. It probably <laughs> is. Uh, this movie, it, it, this movie wasn't bad. It, it, not that bad. I liked it in some aspects like i said i like the concept of it the interesting story behind it but um just as a watching experience movie experience just i the bad the acting was terrible and that last half of the movie had it just dragged on for me yeah oh my god this movie it relationship I, between uh i forgot the main character's name and jill and jill and yeah. Andy. yeah so, so, so here's relationship the thing like it says drags on it's just not really i don't feel the last half drags on i feel the last half should have been what the movie was supposed to be like the first half is like holy god we get it you've come into town this girl hates you she kind of likes you let's get to it like that is literally an hour of this one hour and 40 minute film where I'm like, we yeah. could have established this lickety split and then things get weird. That's why I'm like, the more I think about yeah. it, like, I like the story. Like, I like the story overall. But again, Tales from the Crypt. Like, yeah. sure. Like, yeah, this like, could have been like an episode of something. Yeah. And um, if the story, if yeah. the pacing was solid, like consistent through the whole movie, it would have felt a little better. But I just felt like the halfway through it, they just went a different way with it. Well, that's my intrigue of this film, to be honest with you. I mean, this guy wrote this film. No one's disagreeing that the story, like, overall sucks. It's just the execution is not great. Yeah. But, I, like, just, like, Mike, I don't even know how old this guy was. Like, I mean, I have to do the math. Like, so he's in his 20s. Like, later, I think. He just could have done something. Even written. Like, even if he was like, oh, my God, my directing was terrible. But, like. What could have been is kind of my intrigue with all this. Yeah, like, I so because we just have nothing else in, that, in that's Colorado. Fair. So uh, my thoughts on on this are, and I know I've been like poking fun, and what I'm about to say is kind of mean spirited, but I, but I do genuinely think like this is where my mind is at with this guy. So both of his movies have been about little wiener guys 
who have very clear mommy issues who stumble upon accidentally through words the ability to kill people. Uh, like we're going with <laughs> like I, that is accurate. I genuinely think that this dude has some kind of weird undiagnosed mental issue. The the writer of these movies, yeah. and he is writing some kind of weirdo fantasy of his own life. That is a fair assessment. I based off what you I mean. Said. I'm not disagreeing honestly with any of that. Sure, but imagine. 20 years more of experience if he didn't pass away. I think I think if he didn't pass away, he would have been murdering people. <laughs> or <laughs> oh making movies about murdering people. <laughs> like I no, I mean I like oh the, what the the weird like murder fantasy simula similarities between these two movies make me think that this guy had like a dark mind. I gotta see this other movie now. I don't really want to see more because I'm like we should do some research, and then we're going to find out this guy was, like, probably in the occult and was, like, a dirty serial killer. And we'll be like, oh, I, mean, my God, like, I don't want to be associated with that at all. Honestly, like, watching these two movies and deconstructing the plot, that's what it feels like to me. Damn. I mean, damn, that's damn, so damn, crazy because, I mean, Lamar, I'm going to throw this out to you just because there's a similarity more with our movie watching. Um, I... I I could see what Mike's saying. That's why I'm now like backpedaling. Like, I don't want my name associated with this. <laughs> but I'm also like, every time I like, until Mike just said that now, I was like, I just took it as like, oh my God, that is like a 80s trope over and over again. Like, this is so 80s. That's why I'm like, yes, but is it too 80s? I don't know, Lamar, what do you think about that? <laughs> I want to let that one go and just let this movie breathe. Just the way it <laughs> wow. I would just let night vision just be night vision. Okay. This guy yeah. was a guy who made a movie, and yeah. that was that. Well, I did have one question for all of you. That's yeah. why. I, so I was trying to power through, and I'll make it really quick. Just uh, before I get yeah. there is, as always, if you want to reach out to us, especially if you know anyone who's making Denver films or uh, know anything about Michael Kruger and this film, and I, I'm I'm personally invested in this, uh, even if so, some of my members are not, I would love to know more. Um, and they would too, like, to be honest, if someone was like, yeah. seriously, I know something. Yes. Oh no, I would love to talk yeah. to someone yeah. about that. Mm. Um, also, if I upset you, you can go fuck yourself. Just don't kill me. <laughs> um, but reach, reach out to us uh, without the killing or threats to rabbit troop sucks podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on G or uh, outside of Gmail, uh, Instagram or Facebook, or I don't know. Uh, there's probably ways, whatever. Um, it is the first episode of the new year. Welcome yeah. 2023. Um, Really, really quickly, are you guys looking forward to anything? Is there a new video game? Is there a new movie? Is there a new anything? Super quickly, we could discuss this more into a next episode. But is there anything you're like, even if it's later in this year, like, bam, that sounds awesome. Like, really quick, I'm going to start with Lamar. I'll go myself and then Mike. And that's the order that you are listening to us in. I feel like 2022 just went by so fast i haven't processed what would even come up in 2023 I'm trying to process the stuff that came out in 2022 sure. <laughs> i have so many tv shows and movies and video games to catch up on and just Both regular media from the past year that mm -hmm. um looking f i'm looking forward to 2022 and 2023 
How does that? How does that sound? I'll that's great. That's gonna be my tip that. off to to me because I told Lamar uh, or I asked Lamar uh, a few days ago, "Are you up to date on Cobra Kai?" And Lamar's like, "I am not." I was like, "What's it like having a unicorn and a rainbow in a package that you know <laughs> you, you can open?" That. At yeah, time? <laughs> um, and I'm gonna open I, all of those unicorns. I am <laughs> looking forward to uh, new Cobra Kai uh, beyond anything. Uh, as far as shows watch, it's just so fun for me. It is me nerding out. It is me just having a good time, not feeling like weird about anything. It's just a super fun show with something I grew up with. Uh, Cobra Kai. Hell yes. I'm looking forward to this as far as anything else goes. Um, Indiana Jones. I hope you correct what you did before. I'm yeah, I'm super skeptical. (laughs) Um, Harrison Ford, we love you. So we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like that's universal. Uh, you are always Indiana Jones to all of us, and I'm gonna say that. And I just look forward to hoping that that's good. But Cobra Kai, I know you're gonna be good, I'm Mike. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what's coming out. I don't. <laughs> what's happening with these? Kids? Are you like me? These jazz like... albums? Are you listening to jazz? <laughs> so did you, did you miss 2022? Are, are you getting into yeah. dubstep? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So the, the one thing Jump, that I have been looking forward to today because I uh, just found out about it, even though this is something that happened, I want to say one to two years ago, um, the the old computer game Mist has been was released for the Switch. Like, like <laughs> I just read about that. But it, like, I mean, it was released like what? Like honestly, a couple years ago. This isn't recent. Yeah. But I just found out about it today, and I'm really excited to play it. Wait, the the game Mist? Yeah. Like, yeah, like from 30 years ago. And for the Switch? Yeah. You have a Switch? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, so, 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 <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to play a re release of a 30 year old game that came out two years ago that I only found out about. I have today. fond memories of when Mist came out. Just the graphics blew my mind. And mm. what was that? There's books. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see it on back. that Switch. I guess. <laughs> It was honestly, I love that game mainly for, I like puzzles. Yeah. And it was just one of the graphic puzzles too. So I'm looking forward to that. Graphics like that. Hell no. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to keep Mike, I'm going to keep Mike real on this. I think like honestly, out of the three of us, Mike is way more the dedicated gamer, like, like, like more big end games. I don't mean that as like a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like I'm super retro. This is why like I bond with Lamar. Um, I may play like super simple or pixelated games. Yeah, you like um, like the throwbacks and the re-releases yeah, and, and the like platformers. the, the side scrollers and stuff. Right. Like I definitely like like the larger format. Like what? Yeah. So yeah, a uh, real question. What's a huge game that you're looking forward to? Like I know Diablo is probably a game we might play. Um, that that's coming out at some point in time. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, you are into is it, is it Forza? I'm I'm a I'm a Gran Turismo guy. Yeah, but there's like two. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forza is the other. Yeah, one. yeah. Like Mike, Mike's Mike's like a super like like auto sim player. That's awesome. Like I that's like, I'm not joking. Like I'm not clowning on any of this. What is is there a game? Last, I, Last of Us you've played or I I hated Last of Us. I couldn't finish it. I thought that game sucked. Um, I know that's I, like I, a not. I, a popular, I've never played it. Yeah. I just thought it was so fucking boring. <laughs> um, 
the I just started playing Cyberpunk, um, which I again I know is like not a new release, but I'm usually but now there's like 85 updates. Well, I think that's it's been it's playable now, which is fun. Sure. I have it for the PlayStation. <laughs> um, I created my character. I selected his penis length and pubic hair style. Yes, which are things that you yes. have to do. Um, <laughs> Got it. And you know it's just been fun. You know jacking into the system. Uh, but yeah, new games coming out. I, I'm excited about a 30 year old game. Apparently, there so you, you know, I don't, I don't know what's coming out next. Is a new, uh, um, Horizon game coming out. I, I will always be excited yeah. for that. But no, know. I think, but I think he's already played it. Like, that's I mean, like seen, a multiplayer Horizon. Yeah, they, they're, they're oh, this year, is yeah, that is that this year? I don't know if it's going to be this Wait, year or not. Isn't there a? Is that the movie Ghost of Tsushima? Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah. That is game that, is dope. Is there a it sequel is. coming out? Oh, I don't know. I hope or, so. I know there's a movie, and I think it's the John Wick director, which... Oh, that, that's cool. That could be well, cool. Well, that, that is the game I want to gravitate to, towards more, most. Uh, Mike, you got me this game. Um, it is a game that I like seriously want to play and not just like joke around about. Yeah, and, yeah, you got to dig into it. Right. Like the, This is game number one for me. Um, but I think there might be a sequel. Yeah, I just don't know anything. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it this year. So uh, reach out to us. If you know anything about this movie, you know, Michael Kruger and RIP Michael Kruger. Yeah. Like I wish I could have seen more like, and I'll continue to watch and we're back with Denver, Colorado, but as always, rabbit troop sucks. Mm-hmm.